Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Live from Little Bear Sanctuary Show with Christopher Vane. Enjoy topics such as the vegan lifestyle, sanctuary media highlights, and spotlighting new rescues. Happy Friday, friends. Welcome to Live from Little Bear Sanctuary. I'm your host, Chris Vane. Okay, guys, you know it's my favorite day of the week. It's Friday, and it's my favorite day of the week because I get to spend it with you guys. And today, we have a a great show planned. Um, If you're watching live on the Little Bear Sanctuary Facebook or the Goldilocks Productions YouTube, don't forget to sign in. Like our pages, subscribe, hit that like button on the videos. Uh, it's a really amazing way to support us. And like, you know, I always tell you guys with social media, it's unfortunately, it's all about the numbers and followers. So 
Um, we would be honored if you subscribed and liked our stuff. Um, and of course, our shows are on demand on both channels. Uh, and also you can find on-demand shows on the Little Bear Sanctuary website. And uh, last week we had an amazing show. If you missed it, I highly recommend you take a look. Uh, we had the amazing uh, Esther the Wonder Pig and her two dads, Derek and Steve. And it was a lot of fun. And uh, everybody was there. Cornelius showed up, Phil, the, the whole gang was there. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so don't forget to check it out on demand. Share it with your friends. Um, it, it was a fun show. So today is the pre-show for our 21-day plant-based vegan challenge. And I couldn't have thought of anyone better to have on our show, one of our repeat guests. And, and I know you guys love him to death. I love him to death. He's been a longtime friend. Um, my great friend, David Marcella of David's Kitchen LA. Good morning, David. Hey, Chris. How are you today? How are you? Good. Thanks for having me back. It's been a um, oh, I missed you guys. Yeah, it's been a while. Yes. So what are we making today? Oh, you know what? Today's going to be the perfect uh, intro to your 21-day challenge because you can't be on a 21-day challenge without chocolate chip cookies, right? So today I'm going to make a awesome chocolate chip cookie recipe that's actually a version of those of you that might travel a lot, Double Tree Hotel cookies. And the gimmick with the Double Tree Hotels is when you check in, they give you a warm chocolate chip cookie. They're delicious. Who doesn't like that? So yeah. I'm going to make those today. Even though we haven't been traveling, you could eat the cookie and think, uh, well, you know, remember better times, right? <laughs> so Absolutely. I'm going to make the chocolate chip cookies for us. And then I'm going to make one of my favorite pasta sauces. But I'm um, also using pasta, going to use spaghetti squash. And the spaghetti squash will replace the pasta and give you another more healthy alternative if you're trying to reduce your carbs, et cetera, and yeah. you want pasta. I'm excited about that one too. Yes. Yes. So they're both I really- I may or may not have made some cookies, but I did not do the squash. <laughs> I, think you, I think you might've made some cookies too. So <laughs> that's great. So you ready for me to get started? Let's you do it. I want to see some cookie making. Yeah. Okay, great. So guys, um, this recipe has a lot of ingredients, but it comes together pretty quick. The first thing you have to do, which I almost forgot, is to preheat the oven at 300 degrees. So that's going on in the background. And the first thing we're going to do is take a stick of vegan butter. And this has been out of the refrigerator for about 30 minutes. When you make cookies, you know, sometimes they're a little bit more mounded. Sometimes they come out flat. A big reason for that has to do with what the temperature of the butter is. If the butter is too warm and soft, your cookies are going to flatten out. If the butter's a little bit more chilled, they'll hold their shape a little bit during the baking process, and hence you'll have a little bit of a thicker, chewier cookie. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, I know. See, you learn something mm. every day. So mm. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to do here is just cream the butter a little bit. And it doesn't take much. The, the butter will break up. All right. Good morning, and then, the, good morning, Wilma. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, everybody. To Jean, the butter, morning, we're going to add a third of a cup of brown sugar. 
and a third of a cup plus a tablespoon of regular granulated sugar and go ahead and make this go around. It's nice and fluffy. Uh, it's going to get a little loud. Uh, the master behind the curtain can mute my uh, mic. <laughs> Chris, you made these, right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't eaten one yet, so I'm, uh, I'm there. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> They're big, too, guys. These cookies are gigantic. So it, it doesn't take a lot to cream the butter and sugar together. It's nice um, and fluffy. The next like two minutes. It was really quick. Yeah. The next thing we're going to do is three tablespoons of plant-based milk with a quarter teaspoon of fresh lemon juice, which will kind of curdle it, almost make like a, a mock buttermilk. Yep. And we're also adding at this point, one teaspoon of vanilla. And I'm just gonna mix this up a little bit longer. I didn't have chocolate chips, David, so I used raisins. Ah. I, made, I made a really healthy version. <laughs> I would have rather had the chocolate, but you know. You know, one of my, my favorite sayings, one of my favorite sayings about cooking is, you know what, make things your own. And, you know, if you want to use a recipe as your guide, but you don't like something or you really like something else like you did, you could swap things out. You could put craisins in here. If you don't like walnuts, put pecans, you know, oh, yeah. really yeah. white chocolate, dried cherry. There's a myriad of things that you could actually do that, you know put some creativity in what you're cooking in the kitchen, right? Absolutely. So I just mixed this up a little bit. The next thing I'm going to do is I have one and a half cups of all-purpose flour with an eighth of a teaspoon of cinnamon, just a teeny tiny bit of cinnamon, a half a teaspoon of salt, and a half a teaspoon of baking soda. Those are in dry ingredients. Just going to use the back of my spoon here to mix these around. I'm just going to drop this all in at one time and get this mixed in together. Not too long, just a minute or two. Any plans for the weekend, David? Um, you know, it's going to be a very nice weekend here in California, almost 80 degrees. So I'm excited oh, nice. about that. I'm wow. actually going to plant my herb garden. I got garlic chives, rosemary, basil and Italian parsley and cilantro. So oh, those cool. are um, herbs that I like to use all the time. Yeah. And it's kind of fun when you're cooking to just go walk outside, pick what you want and, you know, whip, yeah. whip it up. Is this your, you do this every year or is this a first, uh, first herb garden in the house? Oh, really? You did it inside? No, you, you. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I usually grow herbs every year, um, and I've tried to do them in the house. They just don't work out as well. So, you know, fortunately in California, we have such a long growing season that, you know, here it is the end of March, and I'm already going to plant. I, I probably could have done it even a little bit earlier if I wanted to. Yeah. All right. So, guys, basically after this is mixed in, you're just going to make sure you get all this precious dough off of the – spatula there and you can use a hand mixer too right david you could use a hand mixer but 
you know, I, I love my KitchenAid, so why, why not use that? So I'm just making sure everything's kind of not stuck to the bottom here. And to this dough, I'm going to add one and a third cup of vegan chocolate. Oh, half of them fell out. One of a third cup of vegan chocolate chips, three quarters of a cup of chopped walnuts, and one quarter cup of rolled oats. This is really what gives these cookies that unique texture to them. The way the oats react when they're cooking, you won't even taste them because there's so few of them in here, but it definitely will give the cookie a completely different texture that just makes it so delicious. And you're like, wow, you know, why is this so good? Why, why can't I stop eating these cookies? <laughs> Which is a good yeah. thing. I'm All so right. glad with growing, David, that like I we've literally have not even put a garden together yet. And we've been here, what, four years now, going on four years? Well, I bet you you'd have some difficulty with the garden, too, with the goats. <laughs> pigs, they're going to want to eat everything that you grow. They're gonna yeah, you know, we, we, uh, <laughs> they, yeah. you know, I love a buffet. You know, I would be like <laughs> with them, like right there. OK, guys, let me just get this ready to put the cookies on our cookie sheets. So we're probably going to make about a dozen or so cookies. So I have two cookie sheets that I lined with parchment paper. And because we want these to be kind of big and beefy cookies, you're going to use a quarter of a cup of dough for each one. Now, I have a very nifty quarter cup ice cream scoop that makes it real easy. If you don't have one, just use your quarter measuring cup and, and kind of form a little ball with your hands. But I'm just using this to scoop out the mounds of dough. And, you know, I'm leaving some space between each one so that they can expand and not bump into each other. So we don't want one big lumpy mess. And I got to tell you, the first time I made these cookies, I did not have this thing. And boy, I'm I'm already just loving every minute of this. This is, this is you know, yeah, Chris. I, I, I know you said you liked your gadgets. I use the, I, I, I use the ice cream scooper today too. Yeah, you know, what, a I'm huge difference. Out your nut milker gadget and how you love your gadget. So I, do. I was thinking, oh, this is a gadget that you have to get for yourself as well. Yeah, it's true. It's the simple things in life. You know, I got to tell you, I was like astonished to see how that cashew milk came out it wasn't it shocking it's it amazing was. it's amazing how well that machine works uh you know you can actually do it in like a blender and um but you have to you know get the cheesecloth and get the uh, you know. no then th so no. The, the, the gadget makes it great because it you know press a button and it's done yeah if you're, I, if you're I, like me if it's too difficult no, you're never going to do it, right? No, so exactly. this is nice and easy, and there we, there you go. All right, so guys, now that we have our mounds of cookies, all you want to do is just very gently flatten them out just a little bit to shape them, and then we're going to put these in the oven 
this is kind these cookies kind of bake long and slow, right? Yeah, so temperature, yeah. as I said, is only 300 degrees. Normally when you cook cookies, you're at 350. So this is going to be at 300 and we're going to cook them for actually 20 to 22 minutes, which is quite long for a cookie, but yeah. hence we want them to go nice and slow at nice and thick and I, I can't wait I'm having cookies for breakfast when these come out of the oven so oh, all right Chris I'm gonna go ahead and put these in the oven all right. switch the set a little bit to get okay. ready to make the next dish and okay. we'll be back awesome <laughs> so guys I made these cookies and uh they're sitting right here with me um should I show them now why not no I'm gonna let David show them and then I'll I'll eat some too. Um, so today, uh, my shirt today, one of my favorite shirts from FTLA Apparel, um, Plant Protein Vegan. Uh, and I love this color. Uh, if you guys don't know about For the Love of Animals Apparel, which I'm sure you guys do because I'm always wearing their t-shirts, um, right there, FTLAapparel.com. Uh, you can buy a ton of different vegan shirts uh, and plus our entire little bear sanctuary shirt collection uh, is on that website. And that's our uh, amazing friend, Kim. Uh, she does a, she does an amazing job. You can choose your colors. Uh, she's got, gosh, she's probably got hundreds of designs now. So they're a lot of fun. Uh, handmade. She actually hand uh, screens each of these shirts to order. So I mean, it's it's almost like you're getting a little mini piece of artwork because it's made just for you. And uh, I've I've had this shirt for probably oh gosh, I don't know if Kim is watching. Kim, I probably had this shirt for over two years, easy. And I've washed it a million times, and it still looks amazing. And uh, yeah, no cracks. No, uh, you know, sometimes that those shirts get the cracks in the screening, but you can really. You can actually see the quality in these. It's, it's pretty amazing, and you'll, you'll notice the difference. Um, uh, if you buy one, you should buy one. They're really comfortable, and they're a lot of fun. All right, so Tiffany uh, is going to play a little snippet of a film that Little Bear Sanctuary uh, has uh, gotten the uh, right to pre-screen before its theatrical release. And uh, it's a documentary called Gunda. It's uh, G-U-N like Nancy, D like David, A. Gunda, um, its theatrical release is on April 16th. And it's a black and white documentary and it follows the life of a mama pig and her farm companions, which happen to be uh, two cows and a one-legged chicken. It's a really fascinating uh, documentary. Uh, there's no people. There's no speaking. Um, the cinematography is outstanding. I, I, I have to assume they set up cameras and uh, were obviously not uh, physically there when a lot of this stuff was being filmed. It's an absolute intimate look at... Uh, especially the life of a mama pig giving birth. And uh, it, it's really, it's an amazing, it's, 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 uh, it's a really unique film. Uh, I got to see it uh, two weeks ago and uh, we've got a link 
on the Little Bear Sanctuary website and Facebook. Uh, tickets are on sale now. They're $11 per ticket. And uh, 30% of all ticket sales will go to Little Bear Sanctuary. We're really excited about that. Uh, executive producer is Joaquin Phoenix, and it's directed by uh, Victor Kosakowski. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Anyway, buy a ticket, watch with your family. It's watch it from the privacy of your home, get a group together. Uh, you only really need to buy one ticket per household, but if you didn't want to make an extra donation per person, um, you guys know how to make a donation. Um, you can go to our website, littlebearsanctuary.org. We have a million different ways to um, support us. Uh, what else can I tell you guys? Um, so today, oh, here we go. Sorry. <laughs> Here's the preview. Exciting stuff, guys. Um, you know, it's funny. We've got a mama Yorkshire um, who gave birth about six weeks ago, and uh, uh, it's it's piglets, it's piglets galore here, uh, and they're truly uh, remarkable to watch. You know, they grow pretty quickly in the beginning. Uh, they're born. You know, with their eyes open, they're running around. Uh, it's it's been uh, quite a, an experience uh, for us here uh, to uh, witness uh, 
the, I don't want to say the miracle of birth, but it, it, it's pretty amazing. Um, the uh, uh, mama's doing really well. And uh, uh, the piglets are absolutely adorable. They're so smart. Um, we, uh, we're, we're blessed to uh, have been able to save these little guys. And they'll, they'll always be with mom here, you know, because we keep all the animals here at the sanctuary. They stay with us. Um, we never adopt anybody out. So um, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun watching these these little babies grow up. And, uh, you know, we've got a big spay and neuter uh, coming up uh, starting next week. Uh, I think we've got, oh gosh, we've rescued a lot of animals this year. We've got about 22 spays and neuters, um, probably deeply doing, um, I think it's about three to four a week. So yeah. Uh, have a spay and neuter fund up on the website if you want to throw in a couple bucks for that. And also, if you want to become a monthly supporter, we literally have levels from $1 and up. Um, Patreon, you can do $1. Uh, you can do five, a couple different levels on Patreon. Uh, right there's our link. It's patreon.com forward slash Little Bear Sanctuary. And uh Patrons are more behind the scenes. We post pics and videos uh, while I run around here. And it's the stuff we don't post to our regular social media. And uh, you can also sponsor an animal. And we've got quite a few new ones. <laughs> Who needs sponsors? So a sponsorship starts at $25 a month. And <clears throat> we basically, we've broken it down to four sponsors per animal, or you can sponsor an animal fully at $100 a month. A uh, great way to get a group of your friends together. You each put in $25 if you want to uh, sponsor a piggy. Um, we've got a lot of new ones. And uh, if you do a full sp- full sponsor, uh, we'll let you name the piggy. So that's that's uh, one of the perks. And Basically, you know, we, we've, uh, gosh, guys, we are feeding over 12,000 pounds of feed a month. And that does not include the veggies that get donated. Uh, it doesn't include the hay we go through. Uh, gosh, I have to figure out the weight of the hay, but we go through a lot of hay. Um, it's, it's our biggest expense is feed and hay. Um, so, yeah, a $5 donation a month from all of our friends would be a true miracle for the animals. Um, or even if, if all of our followers here on Facebook uh, donated five bucks a month, um, it would really be life-changing um, to the sanctuary, uh, to the animals and the things that we could project for the future. Um, and, and we're so grateful to uh, everybody who's donated. A lot of you guys have been here since the beginning and, uh, and it's a, it's it's an honor for me because uh, you, you know you guys have created this. I I'm I feel like I'm just the conduit here, you know. Um, so thank you guys. Uh, I, I truly appreciate everybody's uh, everyone's support has been. Um, it's sometimes it's overwhelming to me to see how much love uh, that you guys share with us. So I, I, I truly am grateful. Randy's grateful. Um, I, I know I can speak from our entire board of directors, um, which is a, a really special group. Um, we, we truly appreciate everything you guys do for us. And we know that oh, David's back. I'm going to finish. Um, Dave, um, 
a couple other things, you know, if, cause we know everybody's finances are different. Uh, if you shop on Amazon, I'm sure you guys know by now about Amazon smile. It's the exact same Amazon website. You just go to smile.amazon.com and you can list little bear sanctuary as your nonprofit and Amazon will donate money to the sanctuary uh, based on a percentage of uh, qualified purchases. So it's completely free to you. And we get a nice check every few months from Amazon who has a lot of money. So don't forget to add Little Bear Sanctuary. If you guys don't have a nonprofit on there, uh, you know, get onto Amazon today and, and check it out. We'd be, we'd be thrilled. Are we ready, David, to make some, some uh, spaghetti squash? I'm ready. I'm right. ready. So in keeping with our theme of gadgets today, um, I also have a new gadget, which is a <laughs> induction tabletop oven. And this is the very first time that I'm actually using it to do a cooking show. So I'm excited. To very see important. You know my address. If the house catches on fire, <laughs> call 911. <laughs> is that like that whole top? Is convection like you can put any size yeah, pan? So, so basically, um, I got it at IKEA. See it? Oh wow! It, it's the little plug-in thing. It does oh, have cool. a fan, and I'm I'm wondering how loud that's going to be, and if it's going to mess up the the sound here. So bear with me. I'll oh, try so to. It'll be fine. It's possible, that's but really cool. you know, it's just like a you know plexiglass or something cooktop. Um, and then the thing is, you have to get a. Um, metallic pan that will induct the yep. heat um a lot of the pans that i have weren't magnetic so i had to run out last night and get one so i can do the show so, we'll, so now we'll, induction, we'll give it i'm pretty sure right that does the surface doesn't get hot right once you take that pan away surface of this doesn't it'll get yeah. warm based on if the pot's hot and it's sitting on something right, warm right. but this doesn't necessarily get hot but this does yeah amazing ikea right, i can't we'll believe see. ikea sells that wow Never used it before, so here we go. You know, first time for everything, and doing it live on live. Hey, on why not? Why not? not? Be the <laughs> best idea. <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. So the first thing we're going to do to make our spaghetti squash pasta is we have to cook our spaghetti squash. So spaghetti squash uh, is one of these big yellow babies. Okay, and basically what I did is already cut it in half scooped out the seeds like a pumpkin or something like that. And then I rubbed inside with olive oil and then sprinkled it with salt and pepper. Okay. Then I cooked them face side down sheet for about an hour at 350 degrees. And when they're done, this is what they look like. Okay. So you have this nice caramelized look and what we'll do is get a fork when it's time to eat this and grate the tines of the fork across the pasta, the squash, and it's going to shred it like spaghetti. Mm -hmm. Word to the wise, you definitely want to do that or you have a half hour before you need it because you saw I was that and it's still a little bit hot. But if it's too hot and you're trying to hold a hot squash and grate it at the same time, uh, you, you'll have a lot of oohs and ahs. Now, this pasta sauce, the sauce that I'm going to make for the top, I mean, it's really just a classic Italian fresh tomato 
pasta recipe. Um, and you could put this over regular pasta, but I actually love to put it over the spaghetti squash. So to make the pasta, our ingredients are going to be about a third of a cup of olive oil. And, you know, don't worry that it's out of olive oil because ultimately this is the sauce of your pasta. There's, there's nothing else that we're putting in here. And I'm going to go ahead and, and turn this on and, and see what, see what happens here. Um, do you hear that humming or is it okay? Can you still no, hear me? You're good? good. You're good. Okay. Don't hear All right. So it's on. So while the oil's heating up, I'll go through the ingredients. We have an onion. Um, now, what I like to do with the onion, slice it in half and then create half rings because if you're making something like pasta, it's nice when these cook to have the longer pieces of onion instead of chopped onions, right? It just, yeah. I think it just makes it uh, a little, a little bit um, fancier when you're doing that. So I'm going to go ahead and put these in here and let them start to cook. One of the first things that I immediately realized I don't have a vent hood. So the house don't is- cry. Don't start crying. Yeah. On right. So onions. now my delicious smell of baking chocolate cookies is quickly getting overpowered by uh, onion here, but um, it's all good. We'll we'll get it going. I'm not really sure <laughs> what the temperature buttons mean. It's like you know 300, 400. I'm like, all right. So bear with me. I'm gonna be like pushing buttons here. Oh my goodness! All right. As we're cooking the onions, just about when they start getting, you know, cooked for about two or three minutes to soften them up a little bit. I'm going to add three cloves of finely chopped garlic. And I can then see it I'm steaming add... already. So that does really heat yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Oh, wow. yeah. um, and then I'm going to add two cups of cherry tomatoes. And I cut them in half. And I got the tomatoes that have different colors, like the heirloom tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just puts a lot more pizzazz into your dish and makes mm -hmm. it seem a little bit more fancy than if you just had regular tomatoes. You only have regular tomatoes. Don't worry about it because we have some other fancy things to add to this dish. We have some uh, black calamala olives and some green Spanish olives with pimento. And I kept some of them whole and I cut some of them in half because I want to create various textures. So while having some of the olives smaller and the other one's a little bigger, it helps create the different textures. All right. Well, this seems to be working out pretty good. Yeah, that's I, I love that. I have to get me one. And then the showstopper for this recipe is going to be about a tablespoon of capers. All right. And that's just going to bring out wonderful flavor. I, love I got capers. a trivia question for you. Oh, boy. You know why capers come in such a tiny little jar? <laughs> no. Because you don't need many of them <laughs> when you're cooking. So just a tablespoon of the capers. And then, of course, I got some fresh parsley. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to stick to cooking. My coming palates are lacking. All right. So these are cooking up. I'm going ahead and putting in the garlic. And, oh, my gosh, just this, just this little bit of steam. Since I've been cooking this, I, I come. I, I'm already sweating because um, it's it's not going into a vent hood. So yeah, 
it, interesting. So you don't mm -hmm. want to cook the garlic too much. You just want to get the garlic and the oil cooked up a little bit because that will help take away that sharpness of the garlic. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get like a facial today standing <laughs> out of this thing. <laughs> An onion uh, facial. <laughs> but just cooking the garlic a little bit, you, you don't want it to brown because then it gets bitter. But yep. just cooking it a little bit helps, helps uh, reduce the sharpness of it in the dish so it's mm -hmm. not too strong when you're actually eating your meal. Okay. That's amazing how quick that's cooking. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go ahead and add our tomatoes. And at this point, we want the tomatoes to cook down a little bit because the juices of the tomatoes will come out and that will start help making the sauce. So I think our timing is perfect because I think our cookies might almost be done. So I can let this sit here and cook up a little more. Oh, I'm kind of liking this thing. I, I think I'd have to figure out a little bit in terms of the steam or maybe yeah. choose what I cook on this or not, but yeah, yeah. kind of, oh, I just shut it off. Um, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of nice. It's sensitive. Yeah. So there you go. I got to check that so out. So this is just going to take another minute or so. And what happens is as the, tom oh, what's that sound? <laughs> My favorite sound, the Mine sound too. of the cookie buzzer. Let's go check and see what's going on. <laughs> oh, wow. Those cookies look awesome. I put them on for another two minutes. That's okay. Too, yeah. How this is going. Those of you that watch my show, David's Kitchen LA, you'll know that every time the oven buzzer goes off, I stop the presses, say, stop the presses. Make a big deal of my sound. <laughs> Who doesn't love the sound of the oven buzzer going off, right? Uh, I love it. Um, Chris, have you used spaghetti squash before? I have, actually. You haven't? No, I have. Oh, yeah. you have, yes. yeah. How do you normally cook it and serve it? Um, I've done it as a side dish. I've never done it as a pasta. Uh-huh. So, you know, in the oven, cut it in half, the usual. Sometimes it's like the, the brown sugar, similar to an acorn squash with the butter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I've had it before, too, is like with butter. Um, but I, I tend to like things more spicy. And so uh -huh. to create this dish... I, I love it on top of the spaghetti squash. It just yeah. it just comes out so good, and the flavors are so fresh. And as I'm you so amazed how how uh, how quickly that's cooking with that induction top. Yeah. All right. At this point, I'm going to go ahead and add our <laughs> olives. Put them all in there, and once again, as they cook up, all of their flavors and juices just help make the sauce an amazing. Fresh. I mean, think of this. I mean, you could eat this for 21 days and, cook, and chocolate oh chip cookies. Oh, my God. Happy, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> One other thing I am going to add Real that prep. I forgot to put out is some crushed red pepper. I love crushed red pepper, so I usually put it in anything savory that I'm making. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm going to go another minute or so. Yeah, they're big cookies. Yes. Um, go ahead and season this how you like with salt and pepper and black, some little black pepper. And a little bit of salt. A lot of people ask me on my show about my salt container. And I got this at Tangier's Morocco. It's a little Moroccan mini tangine dish. Oh, and it's perfect as a salt holder. And it yeah. reminds me of being in Morocco. Oh, wow. All right. This is really cooking up. That's what you need next, David, a Moroccan oven. I'm sorry? That's what you need to get next, a Moroccan you know, oven. Thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, if you wanted to make this more of a tomato sauce, you could add a can of crushed tomatoes or some fresh tomato puree. But sometimes, like, like I like it just like this, where it's not too overpowered by the tomatoes. All right, and then the, one of the last things we're going to do now is add our capers. Well, you could hear me, and the sound isn't an issue. Um, I, I, I realize I have a little hard time hearing you because the, the, the cooktops between me and the, the computer. Oh, man. So, yeah. You know what's really, you know what I just noticed on this show, which is so yeah. bizarre? <laughs> that you're over All here, right. you're on this side of the screen for me, which is the opposite side. You know I'm what I'm sorry? saying? <laughs> I said, you know, what I just noticed on the show today is even though you're on this side of me, see where I'm pointing? That's yes. where I see you. So every time I look over, I'm looking over here, I'm looking away from you, but it's looking towards you. So every time you do something, I look like this and it looks like I'm looking away. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So <laughs> I shut this down and I'm going to put a little bit of fresh parsley on top and just let this sit for a few minutes. Ooh, and the fan went off. Oh, and I hear my favorite sound. As long as the fire alarm doesn't go off. Yes. Oh, these cookies look like they are totally done. Let's see. I've been waiting all morning for this, David. Wow. Look at these. Oh. See these cookies right there? Look oh, at yeah. that. Now, they do need to cool down for a little bit, so I'm going to go ahead and put them on a cooling rack over to the side, but we will get to sample them. <laughs> and next thing I'll do is I'll show you how you make the spaghetti out of the squash. Take a bowl and just a regular fork. I took a couple of paper towels here because this is still a little bit warm and it will also help you grip the spaghetti squash. And so just hold it in your hand like that. Take your fork over your bowl, and you, you can see as soon as I start doing this, just greatly run the fork through, and it starts <laughs> making this miracle of stringy squash, which basically is, you know, a little bit of a stretch for spaghetti, but it's certainly close enough. And from a ingredient in a dish, you can use it just like spaghetti from a spaghetti replacement. So this was about a 
it's a pretty big squash. It was about a five pound squash. Mm. And you'll, you'll get a lot of meat off of the skin here. If you just keep, you know, maybe go in the opposite direction, end up getting it all out here. And that should be enough. Okay. How many servings now, is that half squash right there, would you say? Well, if you were going to make this dish, yeah. Um, I would say servings? one, two servings. I would say like one and a third servings. Okay. I mean, this is this is squash. I, I'd eat this whole thing. <laughs> I'd eat the whole thing. No. Um, it's like, okay, well, who are we talking about? A lot of people would probably make two servings out of this. Okay. Well, depending, like, okay. Are you just going to have this with this delicious? And I'm going to actually pour this right on top. Oh, it's just amazing. But, you know, let's say you wanted to make like a nice meal. You could make a salad on the side and yeah. you serve this with a salad. Then maybe half of it would be absolutely, absolutely plenty. And then I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of our nutritional yeast on here just to kind of give it that extra little flavor little garnish for those there of you, you watching you guys if you guys don't know what nutritional yeast it looks amazing i was going to explain nutritional yeast you want to explain nutritional yeast to people you probably could explain it better than me i was just like <laughs> <laughs> So nutritional yeast is a, uh, it's a flake um, that's similar to, it's used in a lot of cheese-based recipes. It sort of has a, a cheese taste to it. It's, it's hard to describe, right, David? It's kind of. Yeah, uh, it's, it, it's, it's like a flaky. With, I think it's yeast Parmesan flakes. Taste. It's actual yeast flakes. And it's loaded with a lot of B12, you know, all the good vitamins that. Um, we all need. And uh, yeah, you can make it in cheese sauces. Some people you like to use it just as in place of Parmesan cheese, like a sprinkle cheese. So, so I've been cooking this. I'm going to have to taste it. So let's yeah, give it a try. Really. Looks amazing. Mm. Oh my God. It, it's really good. Yeah. I have to show myself guys. It's easy. You saw, I was able to yeah, Talk, that's an easy recipe. Uh, and and be on TV at the same time. That easy. So <laughs> And healthy. This, that's a really healthy this, version without the, you know, pasta. That's right. Because, pasta. you know, hopefully we're on the home stretch of this lockdown with COVID and we all have to start paying attention to getting rid of our COVID fifteen. Someone has a COVID fourteen, but we're not making any names here. So, you know, eating the eating the Getty squash isn't a bad thing, right? No, not at all. All right. So we ready to try one of these delicious cookies? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Why? What happened? No, I'm just kidding. I've been waiting all morning. Ah. So I made all I made these cookies too, guys, today, and I did not have chocolate chips, but I did have raisins and I got to say, I'm going to show mine. There's, there's, look at these guys. They're gigantic. They look awesome. They, uh, they really, you know, now that you say the way they fluffed up, you know, like when you cream the butter. They're like, like a little hockey like puck. These, these are big. Yes. 
<laughs> and, um, mine are still pretty hot, so I, you know, it needs to cool down a little bit to hold its shape. But that's not going to stop me from taking a bite. Ready? No, I'm, I'm ready. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my god. Mm. Aren't they crazy good? Oh my god. And warm. Mm. I'm like, oh my god. They're wow. so good. Yep. I'm going to keep eating. Oh, my God. This is so good. Mm. Well, these totally, that's what I have for you. These totally remind me of those cookies, too. Yep. Don't wow. they? Mm. And that little bit of the rolled oats, you oh. never even know they're in there. But mm -hmm. the cookie has this texture that you're like, what is that? Don't tell anybody. It's our secret. That's amazing. Well, oh, good. I hope like this, this was kind of fun doing two things in one day. You, you really had me uh, up and at them early this morning and here, here in California. <laughs> but on the bright side is I have dinner and dessert ready for tonight. So woohoo. <laughs> and breakfast. And breakfast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Um, Next week, as you know, we have our 21-day plant-based vegan challenge. So um, this was a great way to to start us off. And, you know, I always appreciate you coming on the show. Um, everybody loves you. And uh, I hope people try these recipes because these cookies are amazing. And I'm definitely trying that spaghetti squash because my 21-day vegan challenge is uh, to be more of on the plant-based healthy side. Because, you know, I love my junk food. I love my processed food. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to make myself uh, eat really healthy for the next 21 days. Well, there's oats in these cookies, so yeah, they're, they're healthy. <laughs> they're heart healthy. Actually, they, they're not. They really are considering, you know. There's not a ton of sugar in them either. Not a ton of sugar. Um, yeah, it's and I use raisins, although chocolate's very healthy. Um, if you do like the dark chocolate, but um, it's really good with the raisins. Oh my God. Yeah. So good. Well, Final thank words. you so much for having me. No, and, thank you, uh, hello to Great my kids out there. Yeah. Um, I'll be back. So yep. uh, it'll be fun. We'll think of something else to do and I'll Absolutely. sign off with my signature for God's sakes. Wash your hands. Ciao. Bye sweetie. Oh my God, guys, these cookies are so good. I wish I could share these these with you. You've got to try these. Um, a little more. I don't care. Oh, good. Mm. <laughs> eating cookies, eating cookies. So a week and a half ago, I went to Whole Foods. Um, Whole Foods is about a good 50 minutes from where we live and um, <clears throat> usually I try to do because it's down in Fort Myers, we're in Pundora, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I always love going um, and checking on new vegan products. So I'm walking through the store and uh, the vegan section uh, for like cheeses and vegan meats it's sort of along the back wall and it's in those 
refrigerated section with the glass doors. So, you you know, I buy my veggies when I go in because I always get so excited. They always have a lot of the veggies that I can't get in the regular grocery store, especially mushrooms and uh, and a really fun variety of, uh, of different veggies. And um, I'm passing the uh the milk section and uh you know me and my coffee creamers right so i got so excited because there were like at least seven new coffee creamers that i hadn't tried yet so let me share the good news and the bad news so um I, I'm not a fan of coconut milk-based creamers in my coffee. I love coconut milk, <coughs> excuse me, but uh, in my coffee, I don't know. I don't like that coconut aftertaste. I want to taste my coffee, and, and I'm still trying to find that perfect non-sugar uh, vegan creamer. So I got all excited. I'm, I literally took everything that I'd never tried before. Not reading the labels, you know. But <laughs> quite a few of them were coconut based. Um, so I, I tried this. I tried two of these, and it's called. Um, it looks like Laird. Yeah, Laird. L A I R D Superfood Creamer, and I bought the sweetened and the unsweetened. This is what it looks like. Um. It's a you know one of the smaller uh, things, uh, sixteen ounces. So you know there I am throwing all the coffee creamers in my cart, and and uh, I honestly I didn't read. <laughs> so this one, which is unsweetened, and I really thought, oh my god, this maybe this is the one. But it does have a coke. It is it's made with coconut cream, and um, if you do like coconut, you actually might like this one. This one, um, and it's, it's called a superfood creamer because it contains um, uh, functional mushrooms. So um, chaga, lion's mane, cordyceps, I'm, I think I'm not pronouncing it right. And um, if you've been uh, looking at a lot of stuff online, there's a lot of mushroom-based uh, coffee. So these mushrooms are supposed to give you energy and help um, – um, keep your energy up all day. And I got to say, uh, it was really creamy. I'm not a big fan. I wouldn't buy it again. And for me, it was really only the coconut. Um, it's, uh, I actually felt um, I had more energy. I really had more energy, which I thought, you know, how could that be, right? But I, this is the first time I'm trying one of those mushroom-enhanced uh, plant-based uh, drinks, and it had a really, it had a really nice, rich, creamy texture. Like it was all there. Um, for me, it was the coconut cream, but um, not a bad unsweetened uh, coffee creamer. And they do have a sweetened version, which I tried too. And again, for me, it was the coconut milk. I don't know what it is with me and coconut milk in my coffee. But I did find also, this was this one I loved. It's an organic oat creamer uh, made by Sohn, S-O-W-N. And it's, uh, it's sweet and creamy. And I figured, okay, this is going to be the one 
that really reminds me of, um, you know, old school half and half, which I used to love. Um, I'm still looking for that, that, um, that one coffee creamer that reminds me of half and half. And I, I still haven't found it. Um, I think I'm going to have to make it guys. <laughs> uh, I'll have to, uh, go in the kitchen and start experimenting. But this one actually really amazing. It's really creamy. Uh, does have sugar in it. And uh, it's four grams of sugar, which is, you know, I mean, if who uses a tablespoon? I mean, you know, you just pour it in, right? I mean, nobody uses a tablespoon of this stuff. But I, I really enjoyed the taste of this. It's organic. It's non-GMO. Uh, and it wasn't sweet where you went like some of them are so i would definitely buy this again i really enjoyed it and again it's an organic oat creamer i love oat milk i love oat creamers somebody has got to figure this one out without the sugar i i some I, you know there's got to be who doesn't love half and half i used to love half and half and um hey if any of you guys out there have tried a product i remind you of half and half let me know uh, I'm still trying to find it, but yeah, this is one of my favorites. I still, uh, my still, my favorite favorite. I still have to go back to my silk original. Um, you know, this to me is the ultimate coffee creamer for me. I still go back to this one every single time. So I haven't found anything better. It is a soy based creamer, but it, it creams. It's does have a little bit of sugar in it, but so far to me, I still like, this is my favorite. And they do make an oatmeal one now. Uh, 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 do I have it here? Oh yeah, they do a oatmeal uh, oatmeal cookie creamer. A little sweet. I think it's four grams of sugar. I don't know why sometimes they seem sweeter than others, but it's you literally it, it tastes like you're drinking an oatmeal cookie. So that was my exciting trip to Whole Foods. And so, you know, sort of found one, <laughs> sort of didn't. Um, I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to make one myself. So as you go, as uh, next week, guys, we have, it's, it's, it's our 21-day plant-based vegan challenge. It starts next Friday. And I'm really excited about it. We're going to do it on based on um, everyone's level of income and availability of food and you guys, however you guys want to do it, uh, it all works. Let's, let's, I, I think we can all as a group do this together and I'm really looking forward to it. I hope that some of my um, non-vegan friends will join us. You know, if you watch my show, uh, I, I think you, you know, you, you have to start to make that connection with the animals and, uh, and, uh, you know, and it, it's truly, it's not just for the animals, it's for your health. For me, it's just for the animals. You know, I do everything for the animals, but, um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm personally going to try this like a no sugar, whole food, plant-based, you know, the tofu, the veggies, the, um, uh, all that good healthy stuff, which I <laughs> rarely eat. I admit it. <laughs> But uh, we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna show all the different products. We're gonna do lots of different recipes. And I've got one of my favorite, another one of my favorite uh, vegan chefs, Diana uh, Goldman, is gonna be on uh, on uh, the twenty third, I believe it is, um, and on uh, the ninth, 
my friend Bill Mir, also known as Sergeant Vegan, he's going to be on on the ninth, and next week the second. It's going to be moi in my kitchen, and we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to show you guys some uh, really simple, easy, go-to meals. Um, we'll talk about meal prep for the week. We'll talk about different products. Um, and again, I'll go from, you know, if you can find the garden, great. You just have the tofu or the Satan or the, um, you know, a, a basic protein that you can find in your supermarket. We can work from that too. We're going to do enchiladas. We're going to do tacos. I'm going to show you guys how to make a plant-based roast in your bread maker. Easy breezy, throw the ingredients in if you have a bread maker. Um, flip the switch. And two hours later, you are going to have the most incredible uh, roast. What I do with that is I slice it thin for lunch meat during the week. You guys are going to be completely shocked when I show this to you. So if you have a bread maker, um, talk about easy. It, you know, and I'm all about easy when it comes to, to cooking. So um, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to have a really good time. I hope you guys will join us. And uh I hope you guys will uh, start your uh, plant-based journey. And uh, for those of you who are already plant-based, let's try to do a whole foods, healthy, uh, healthy diet. Um, I don't know how about Randy's going to feel about it, but you know, it's, it's all good. Um, so that's it for today, guys. I had a great time. Thank you, David, for coming on today's show. Uh, I really enjoyed it. These cookies are the bomb. Um, uh, I'll see you guys next week. This is Chris Main signing out. Remember, peace begins on your plate. Love you guys. Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments. Then head over to the Goldilocks Productions YouTube channel. With the huge selection of shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 